0: Welcome to the PM&R Scholars Podcast, following is a recording from our virtual residency fair. We were joined by the University of Miami PM&R program and their chief residents
1: to discuss their program. Hope you enjoy. Okay. Perfect. All right. So uh, my name is Mike Dove. I'm one of the chief residents at the University of Miami.
0: And I'm Brittany Mays. I'm also one of the new chief residents at the University of Miami.
1: So welcome to our presentation here. We're uh, happy to come talk to you guys. Hopefully, we'll give you some good information and get you a little excited about our program. All right, so uh, our program consists of four main uh, health systems and locations. Uh, Our Jackson Health System is like one of our more community uh, hospitals, which is either the second or third largest hospital in the country. The like types of pathology that you'll see here, uh, you'll get basically everything. Um, And in terms of traumas that end up coming to rehab, uh, it's kind of insane some of the things that you see. Um, We also have the University of Miami U Health system, which is actually on the the same campus as Jackson. Uh, So you'll get a little more of like the academic side there uh, and some uh, research opportunities and things like that. Uh, The Miami VA healthcare system, which is directly across the street from Jackson and U health. Uh, So everything's pretty much in the same spot and you can see that in then on our next slide. And then Mount Sinai is a private hospital. So it's kind of a little different flavor. That's the only one uh, that actually requires a car to get to it's on Miami Beach. um, So the drive is actually pretty enjoyable Uh, going over the causeway uh, you you make it makes you really happy that you're actually in miami so this is kind of a, a map to show you guys where things are at um so everything is pretty much like i mean from here to here is just one block so the this heart here is the our lynn rehab um, center which is our brand new rehab building which we'll talk about in a little bit uh, directly across the street from that is the va system uh, and then going across the street uh, down here this is the University of Miami health system um and then the University of Miami clinics uh, is just across the street from that so like everything is is right here uh this is just the parking garage uh, that everyone tries to to go for because it's pretty much right in the center of everything um and then one of the things that we like to do right over here there's a there's a like a little causeway uh and So we have a market every day, uh, every day, every week on Thursday, Uh, obviously not during COVID time. So it's pretty sad, but it's something that we all really look forward to. Um, I mean, you can find any type of food you could possibly imagine, like, um, like Colombian, Cuban, uh, Korean, uh, like pizza, barbecue, like whatever you can think of is there. Um, So it's, it's like a a nice downtime where we can all kind of go hang out a little bit um, and just get outside and, and have some food with each other. And then this is just zoomed out a little bit more so you, you can kind of see the full picture. All of these things clumped together is what I just showed you. Uh, this is the main camp med, uh, campus uh, across the, the causeway here on Miami Beach. This is where Mount Sinai is at. Uh, and it's seriously like a beautiful facility and a beautiful drive. Um, it's, it's really nice to go over there and you get a little different flavor from the private side of things. And then down here is where the Lenar Center is, uh, which is also a brand new medical building. It's on the, the main campus uh, for, the, for the undergraduate campus of the University of Miami. Uh, this is where a lot of like our sports medicine clinics are. There's some interventional pain uh, types of procedures that are done there. Uh, and then just some some general uh, like EMG clinics that, that can end up being down there, uh, so it's, it's pretty nice. So, and then this is also just kind of showing kind of where residents live. Uh, so like downtown Miami, this is kind of where Brickell is at in this general region, which is probably where most of our residents live. Um, you can just kind of hop on like the little metro rail uh, that will take you right into campus. You, you don't even need a car at all if you live here. Um, and then Wynwood is another area where a lot of people uh, tend to either live or uh, visit. It's a pretty pretty cool area. Coconut Grove um, is also. I mean, these are all like you know, 15 minutes away really. And then me and one of uh, one of our other co-residents live a little further out in Doral. You get a little more bang for your buck out here. Um, so like I, I have I have a townhome um, for like similar. Uh, cost of what people have for like a, a one-bedroom you know, downtown. Um, the drive from there, in no traffic, it's like twenty minutes, and then I mean, at its worst, is like forty-five. Uh, that's mainly coming back at the end of the day.
0: All right. So here's our key leadership. um We actually have a new department chair. Uh, so he's been with us a year now. um One exciting thing that's Dr. Gator. One exciting thing with him is that he is very receptive to resident feedback um and as it uh, kind of affects the whole uh, department as a whole um so that has been a great thing um having him down here he's a spinal cord injury yep penn state someone wrote it um we took him sorry (laughs) 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 but he's an awesome addition and we're happy to have him here um then our program director is Dr. Sherman. Um, so he actually founded the program and he still is our program director. So we're going on 16 years um, of our program and we have pretty consistent leadership there. And then we have two uh, associate program directors. So one is Dr. Dalal. Um, he's another spinal cord injury specialist. And then our other new um, associate program director, he was newly named um, is Dr. Price and he's a pain, inner pain specialist. And then the top corner, the most important, the heartbeat of our program, is our program coordinator, and that's Karitha Davis. Uh, So uh, for the rest of our presentation today, we we hope that you can take away some of these things. So we'll discuss our brand new facility um, because we did just open a new state of the art facility. So we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, we'll touch on evolving our program, new changes as far as our call schedule, didactics, program benefits, etc. Um, and just for all of the medical students that are on tonight, uh, if we're not able to answer some of your questions tonight, we are starting our virtual q as as well. Um, so here's a flyer for that. And at the conclusion of this presentation, we'll put a link to the registration form um, in the chat.
1: So this is uh, our our brand new rehab center. We just moved in um, during the pandemic, uh, which was kind of interesting. Uh, But it it just recently opened in February, I believe we moved in. Um, And it basically is completely state of the art. Uh, It has like gate labs, uh, aquatic therapies, underwater treadmills, like exoskeletons. Zero gravity uh, types of uh, therapies for spinal cord uh, patients. Um, it has things like like full rows of airplane seats to like train people getting in and out of those. So there's a like a, an entire car in the building. Um, there's a basketball court out back. Uh, we're hoping to get some uh, the Miami heat wheels, which we'll talk about uh, to come out a little bit. Uh, the Miami wheelchair basketball team. Um, so it's it's Pretty amazing. So basically, everything that we do at Jackson is is in this building. Uh, this is just another picture, uh, a real image of uh, kind of the front side of the building. Uh, some work is still being kind of completed. We had to move out of our rehab uh, prior rehab building, which is now a COVID COVID uh, just to accommodate all of those patients. And it's so new that we don't really have uh, actual. Of the inside, but this is pretty much what it looks like rendering-wise. Uh, we're kind of in contact with some of the marketing people that'll help get us some some images um, that you know we can show, and they would like to portray. And then we're hoping to get like a virtual tour as well. Um, so those are types of things that we can get more into uh, in our sessions uh, in the next couple of months
0: all right so for the nitty-gritty our program structure um, so we get significant inpatient exposure we're pretty much like a 50 50 program with inpatient and outpatient exposure Um, so we have our inpatient spinal cord injury service tbi comprehensive rehab um, so that pretty much encompasses uh, the orthopedic uh, post-op patients uh, the elevates the transplants and then a lot of other crazy pathology that we get just because it's miami um, we have our neuro rehab service. We have um, a VA inpatient rotation um, that also is comprehensive rehab and, and combined with spinal cord. Uh, we have, um, for a different flavor, we have our Mount Sinai inpatient rotation. As Mike had said, it's a private hospital on the beach. So it's a completely different feel than being, in a, uh, being at an academic center. So it's great that we get to rotate there with one of our former uh, residents. Uh, we have an inpatient consult service, and then we have our pediatric service, which we're growing. We're happy to have our uh, one of our old residents who did her uh, fellowship at Baylor. She's coming back. Sorry, Baylor. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we also have our outpatient exposure. So for all of the inpatient uh, rotations, we also have um, uh, outpatient clinic for that as well. And then on top of that, we'll have our UMEM, uh, University of Miami-based EMG clinics. Um, we'll have a lot of different clinics at the VA. Uh, we have a general MSK clinic, which this is pretty cool for us. We have um, our, we just started our PRP clinic like a, two years ago. Now I can't believe it's been two years, but um, so we are doing a lot of great research with that and with the veteran population, that's something that I think is quite exciting. Um, we have their EMG clinic PNO. And then for me, I'm going into a headache. Um, so neurotoxin clinic is quite important. So I enjoy that. And then, of course, you get pay in sports, um, back with in pump clinic. Um, Jocelyn will bring in, be pretty in the pediatric uh, rehab clinic. And then we also have um, a fellowship-trained uh, cancer rehab uh, physiatrist on staff as well. Uh, so she's heading up some clinics there. And then a nice thing that we do have um, that Dr. Sherman supports is us having early elective time, especially we know with the Um, with a lot of the subspecialties, the early application processes. Um, So we get eight weeks total of electives. Um, It's kind of separated as uh, elective-selective. So four weeks are in-house, meaning that it has to be within the UM UM-Jackson system, and then you get to do four weeks away. Um, So, of course, COVID has different ideas for this upcoming year. uh, But, for example, for me doing Headache, I got to go to several different institutions. Like I was up at Spalding, I was up at Stanford, I was back home in Wisconsin. Um, I was so I was able to use, utilize that time to really cater it to what I was interested in. Um, but you have a great variety of in-house options as well, including interventional pain, sports, neurosurgery, ortho sports, radiology, and palliative, and more, like way more than that than
1: we could list. Yeah, pretty much anything you can think of. Uh, we have in-house, which is really nice during this, uh, where we can't really travel too much. And then the, the away, uh, you can even do global health if you want to. We've yeah. had some people go, uh, I think, to fall and things like that. Right.
0: Uh, continuing on with our structure. So um, similarly to a lot of the other different programs, um, our PGY2 year is inpatient heavy. Uh, so most of our rotations, the Comp1, Comp2, TBI, NeuroRehab, SCI, are all inpatient rotations. Um, so this is actually a good example of resident feedback um, being incorporated. So we had expressed that um, PGY2s need new, like earlier clinic exposure, especially if they're considering applying to an outpatient subspecialty. Um, so Dr. Sherman was agreeable to implementing that um, in the new PGY2 schedule, as well as the PGY3 schedule, um, which is great. So then moving over to the PGY3 schedule. So that's when you get your first elective block there. Um, you add consults, and then it's pretty much all outpatient clinics, with the exception of that Mount Sinai rotation that I had mentioned. And then PGY four is kind of a smorgasbord. Um, they expect you to kind of act as a uh, as an attending now. So that's with that JMH senior. So you oversee the PGY two residents on the inpatient services. You still have consults both at UM and Jackson. Uh, You have the pediatric rotation um, and then you'll have built-in night float um, and then you get some more pain exposure at the VA.
1: And then just to touch on our our call schedule a little bit, um, and this is another area where that kind of really shows how receptive the program is to feedback. Uh, When we were PGY2s, um, it was like PGY2s had 30 calls, PGY3s had 20 and the PGI force had 10, but that included weekends, uh, holidays, and uh, everything like that. It was home call, uh, which sounds great in theory sometimes, but when you have uh, patients that have uh, an acuity uh, like we have, uh, you end up coming in a lot of times and then you have to go work the next day and you're you're tired, um, things like that. So we were able to um, propose a night float system, which uh, our program director uh, took on and it's been a really great system for us so far. Um, we just started it just this last year. And so the PGY2s, um, this is also a, a good time to point out that we uh, our class is, is six residents, uh, but every class after us is eight. So they're at eight spots. We already uh, brought two extra residents in to make eight uh, for the PGY3s below us. And uh, PGY2s are eight as well. And every class that matches in will also be eight. So the PGY-2 calls, the we have the PGY-2s um, take on the weekends and the holidays. Uh, so it ends up being 18 uh, total calls for for each, uh, for each resident, uh, which isn't too, too taxing at all. Uh, and then they don't have any responsibilities like during the week. So then PGY-3s, um, they that's when we start night float. So the PGY-3s have four weeks of night float um, which goes from uh, Sunday night uh, until Friday morning. Uh, so it's, it's basically five nights and then they help take two Fridays from the PGI twos, uh, just to kind of offload a little bit from them. And then PGI fours, we have three weeks of night float, um, and then moving forward, they will probably end up having only two weeks just because the eight residents, uh, and it's also worth, uh, noting that. The PGY twos take the weekends and holidays. So once you're done with that, you will never take a weekend or a holiday for the rest of residency, which is pretty great.
0: Okay, um, so real quick about our didactics and research. So we do have our protected time or academic half day on Fridays. Um, so we do have uh, 18 months. Uh, didactic schedule um, so we can go more into that during our, our virtual Q&A um, but it's separated into all of the different core blocks um, and then we also have the supplemental discussions um, like every other program M&M's Grand Rounds Journal Club uh, we have a weekly Cucarilla board review um, that is res- resident-led so you'll have gone through cook at least three times before graduating um, we have an SAE review series uh, we do have semi-annual mock oral exams, um, so we get good practice with those. Um, we have a different interdisciplinary conferences, and then we have a monthly ultrasound course that is led by one of our sports attendings, and then we also have um, a new interventional spine course that was, this past year was led by Dr. Price and Mike and another one of our residents um, so you get uh, exposure using the um, using the models and the interventional or in the floral suite um, so then we do have like the standard built-in research requirements um, of one original research project and one qi project before you graduate um, and then we've had lots of posters accepted all over the place aap aap banar NANS uh, for me the international headache academy and then flora society AAP-MNR.
1: Uh, So then just some some benefits you you can see the the salaries uh, up top for for each class. Um, And like I'm going to talk about CIR just briefly, uh, which is so we have a a resident union, uh, which is CIR, which is a really great thing to have. I think my uh, my paycheck has gone up like five different times based on what they've done. Uh, They uh, do collective bargaining and things like that on our behalf. they're a great resource for us to have and they also offer uh, like a thousand dollars to go um, present at conferences uh, and and things of that nature uh, they increase our educational stipend so every year you get two thousand uh, dollars towards whatever you want to use it for uh, it comes in a lump sum stipend uh, The on-, on campus meal cards you get one thousand three hundred fifty dollars and a twenty five percent discount uh, And then vacations, everyone gets four weeks of vacation. And then you get one uh, wellness day to use as whatever you want um, at any point in time. And then education days to go to different conferences or whatever, uh, you get two days as a a two, uh, three days as a three, and then 10 days as a four.
0: All right, so we're moving quickly. I know we're kind of close on time. Um, So uh, we do have a lot of community involvement. And I think one of the most unique uh parts of our program is just our familiar uh familial atmosphere um so we volunteer together there's a clinic for the underserved and underinsured uh called the san juan bosco clinic so we act as attendees there Um, we are actively involved with the university of miami medical students as well as other rotators Um, we do get our um our sports coverage, so um, we're working to cover a couple of the local high school teams for football. Um, We have the Miami Dolphins Cancer Challenge annually, which is a cycle challenge. Um, We did the World Sailing Regatta that was held um, in February this year. Uh, We do the Miami Heat Wheels team, so we've been doing their practices, um, looking to do more involvement with that. And then we did, um, we've been doing annually uh, the Wadapalooza CrossFit Festival Tournament. Okay, and we love each other, so gonna fly through this slide. So you can see lots of pictures. Everybody has to do Secret Santa, of course, Um, but so many things to do in Miami. Uh, We can talk more about this uh, at our virtual um, platform, Uh, but lots of shenanigans, all of them, all of them.
1: (laughs) Uh, Just a a list of kind of where people are at. Uh, we, We match really well in all different fellowships from all the inpatient, traumatic brain, spinal cord, So outpatient, pain, sports, sports and spine, things like that. Uh, We also have a lot of residents are uh, involved in leadership in different uh, societies with AP, APMNR, FSPMNR, and also within the union itself. Um, So it's a lot of of leaders come out of this program. Um,
0: So these are some of the frequently asked questions um, leading up to applications. Uh, We'll talk more about this at our virtual forum, And then uh, we are DO friendly. We've gotten those questions really early and we don't have cutoffs. And then again, we'll discuss our interview process at a later date. And then you wanna just put the link in the, yeah, so feel free to join us, feel free to register. We'll be happy to chat with you all and very, very, proud that you guys have chosen the field of PM&R. Great field to be part of. Um, So welcome and excited for you guys. Thank you again to the University of Miami PM&R program and the rest of the programs that have joined our virtual residency fair. For more information on our virtual residency fair, check out pmrscholars.org.